0: Ec me consolata est in humilitate mea. This hath comforted me in my humiliation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Last Sunday we heard God himself speak in the introit, salus populi ego sum. It was a moment of theophany. God addressing us with his promise of salvation. And in a few weeks' time, we will once more, for the last time in the year, hear God speak in the introit. But today, things take a somewhat different turn. At Matins last week, we heard of the victory of the Maccabees in 1 Maccabees chapter 4, and they're going up to purify and rededicate the temple. We continue to hear the story of the Maccabees this week, the ninth chapter, and the story takes a tragic turn. They find themselves terribly outnumbered, and Judas Maccabeus decides to go forward into battle all the same. It is better, he says, to fall in battle than to suffer the disgrace of our people and of our nation. And so the battle is joined, and the enemy's right flank falls back, and Judas pursues them, only to be encircled from behind. And then we heard at the end of the first nocturne, Judas fell and the rest fled. We heard the lament last night at Vespers. Israel mourned Judas with a great sigh and said, Quomodo cecidisti potens in qui salvum faciebas populum domini. This great lament in the first mode reminds us a bit of Montes Gelboy, the other great lament for. Saul and Jonathan but even more so it reminds us of another lament how hast thou fallen thou who didst save the people of the Lord we can hear in this lament of Israel over Judas Maccabeus the lament of the sorrowful mother as she sees the death of her only son the lament of the disciples at the burial of our Lord how hast thou fallen Thou, the mighty in battle, who didst save the people of the Lord. And so today's Mass presents us with the cries of God's people and their affliction, with several texts taken from the Babylonian captivity. In the offertory, we'll hear at the, Upon the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept as we remembered Zion. And in that captivity, as they wept and remembered Zion, even more afflictions befell them. And we heard today in the opening words of the Mass, a cry born from the depths of affliction, the cry of Azarias in the furnace, together with his companions, the three young men in the furnace, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, whose canticle we sing every Sunday and every feast day. They were in a most hopeless position. The nation is in exile. The temple has been destroyed. They have no priest, prophet, or leader. No place to offer first fruits, as he goes on to say in his prayer. And in this very hopeless situation of the nation, he and his two companions have been placed in an even more hopeless situation, being cast into the midst of the fiery furnace, and in the midst of all this, what does he say? Omnia que fechisti domine, in vero judicio fecisti. All that thou hast done to us, O Lord, thou hast done in true judgment, because we have sinned against thee, and we have not obeyed thy commandments. This is the prayer of the man who has embraced the sixth degree of humility, the seventh degree of humility, being content indeed with the meanest and worst of everything, esteeming himself a bad and worthless laborer, considering himself in his heart to be lower and viler than all, recognizing that we have sinned, and therefore we have merited that which has come upon us, as unjust as it might seem, As senseless as it might seem, in some way, our sins, the sins of mankind, have brought on these things. And so Azarias confesses this in his name and in the name of all of the people. But in so doing, he looks forward to the sinless one, who would nonetheless take upon himself all of our sins, who would, as St. Paul says, be made sin for us, who would take the curse upon himself. Our Lord's death certainly must have seemed the most hopeless of things, the most disgraceful of things, as one sees him there, crucified under Pontius Pilate, that is to say, found guilty by the highest authority on earth at the time, and condemned to a most shameful public execution. Anyone who saw that spectacle would hardly have wished upon his worst enemy, that which befell Jesus of Nazareth. And yet our Lord, as he endured this, prayed for the forgiveness of those who inflicted it upon him. And in some way, he too must have had in his sacred heart the words of Azarias, All that thou hast done to us, O Lord, thou hast done in true judgment. Because we have sinned against thee. Our Lord speaking in the person of his members confesses all of our sins to the Father as he bears the penalty of them upon the cross. We have sinned and we have not obeyed thy commandments. But give glory to thy name and do with us according to the multitude of thy mercy. This prayer too is in our Lord's lips upon the cross. Father, glorify thy name he prayed this shortly before his passion when he asked to be saved from this hour but then said it was for this that I came to this hour Father glorify thy name and so in his passion as he endures all of the sins of Israel all of the sins of the world all of your sins and my sins he says Father give glory to thy name he knew even as he embrace this most bitter of chalices that the father would give glory to his name. The father who heard the prayer of his son so many times, the father by whose power the son had worked so many miracles as we heard in the gospel today, the son knew that the father would also hear his prayer in the hour of his passion. He might also have said in that hour the words that we'll sing as we receive Holy Communion today. Memento verbi tui servo tuo, Domine, in quomici spem Remember thy word to thy servant, O Lord, in which thou hast given me hope. Ec me consolata est in humilitate mea. This has consoled me in my humiliation, in my humility, in my lowliness. What has consoled me? Grammatically it would seem this spez has consoled me. This hope that thou hast given me in thy word has consoled me. For us as we receive our Lord in the Holy communion, this word is the word which he speaks at the last supper. This is my body given up for you. And this is the chalice of my blood shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. It is in this word that he has given us hope. And it is this hope that hath consoled us in our humiliation. As we endure whatever share in his passion our Lord allows us to endure. As individuals, as a community, as the church, as the world, as nations. When we suffer the calamities of this life, the heartbreaks of this life, we say with our Lord, Omnia que nobis domine, in vero judicio ficisti. All that thou hast done to us, O Lord, thou hast done in true judgment. And accepting the Father's judgment with his Son, we cry out also for his mercy. Give glory to thy name and deal with us according to the multitude of thy mercies. Remember thy word to thy servant, O Lord, in which thou hast given me hope. This hope hath comforted me in my humiliation. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.